Hello and welcome to the first ever video podcast of the NFFL podcast. Uh, of course, if you're listening, it's just audio. But if you're watching on YouTube, welcome. Uh, not going to do a whole lot of the normal, normal, regular stuff. I've got a nice lengthy chat with our two competitors for the Phyllis uh, deck. But let's take a brief look back at the two semifinal matchups that we had this week. And the first up, we're going to go with the Toilet Bowl matchup of the week. <laughs> Last man left, our number one seed took on our number four seed. Jim Kelly hates cancer. I picked Jim Kelly, and I was right. Uh, our highs, A.J. Brown returning to a very nice day. Dak Prescott had a nice day himself. T. Higgins and Alex Singleton, different sides of the ball, but very nice results on the day. Unfortunately, there were some lows for Lance Love, which led to their downfall. As the king is dead. Yes. The king is dead. Uh, starting two bench players, yes, you had your reasons, but uh, still, you started two bench players. And Kelsey and Connor, that's going to hurt. And the entire defense was just oh, awful. The matchup MVP for this was A.J. Brown. Welcome back. And as with last week, there's a platitude for the losing coach. This one is for Lance Manlove. Gotta read it. Losing is part of the game. If you never lose, you are never truly tested and never forced to grow. Our other semifinal matchup is number two Flutie Flakes, who I picked to win, and you uh, proved me wrong there. Taking on number six, Jay's First Time Nightmare, formerly Barbunda's Nightmare. Let's start with some lows. Tyree Kill. Jack squad against Pittsburgh. And uh, Jay's first time nightmare. Anyone on their defense not named Minka or Dion might as well have been named Tyreek because they did Jack squad as well. <laughs> on the plus side of this matchup, though, Josh Allen went ham again. Rushing, throwing. He had a nice day at the office. Justin Jackson filling in for the COVID-stricken Austin Eckler had a very, very productive day at the office. And Devondre Campbell, one of the bright spots for a down week for Flutie Flakes. Uh, nice defensive performance. Josh Allen is the sixth time this season MVP of this matchup. And for Flutie Flakes, uh, a little platitude for you, a little comfort. You have no choices about how you lose. But you do have a choice about how you come back and prepare to win again. Now, this may not be entirely true because you did choose to mortgage your future. And yet did not win this year. So we'll see how that plays out. Now... We don't really have many players left to talk about as poopers, but let's talk about some poopers this week.
<laughs> Van Jefferson Jr. Nick Folk. James Conner and Travis Kelsey, even though they were injury designations, or at least COVID, because they started, or were started, I'm going to include them, because it's my podcast, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> and because otherwise, there's really not many. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Charles Harris, Devin White, Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, Justin Herbert, Saquon Barkley, you've been on this list way too many times this year. And Jordan Poyer. I'm sorry, dude. You just... It, it, you guys... Last time... That's last. It's our last poop of the year. Oh, it's so bad. So bad. Alright, so at this point, we're going to turn it over to our interview and let you hear from our Nellis Bowl competitors. So, that's the way to start it. <laughs> I just had Taco Bell, so I'll probably have lots more of that where that came from. You know I, <laughs> Anyway, well, welcome to Championship Week, gentlemen. If I had yes, my soundboard hooked up, I would give you the applause. I think for the uh, podcast actual, you'll have it behind you. but You're going to kick him out again, Brett. No, no. <laughs> I just lost my connection. <laughs> the my podcast mouse, might so. be better that way. <laughs> no, no. Actually, while we're waiting for that, Chuck, why don't you uh, tell us what you feel about parody? <laughs> Is that, are we recording now or what? Oh, yeah, we're recording. <laughs> uh, okay. I wasn't sure about that. Uh, well, um, in a nutshell, it is uh, the socialism of sport. Uh, it is the participation trophy. Everyone gets a lollipop of sports. It is why uh, the NFL sucks this year. Uh, it is why rooting for teams is almost impossible nowadays. I don't know how, I, and I know that I've uh, I promised some sound clips. Unfortunately, when when you asked for them the first time, I was on vacation, and then one thing led to another, and <laughs> never got around to it. But I actually I was talking to my son about, hey, I need you to go into the booth uh, and record some little snippets, and we actually he and he understood. Like I talked to him about parody, and he's seen me drink out of the the, the I love parody mug that. Uh, was sent to me for my birthday from our uh, Pierce winner, uh, Matthias. And um, anyways, he was actually helping me write little clip it, clips. And some of the ones that he wrote were pretty funny. So um, unfortunately, we were just walking uh, somewhere in Florida at the time, and we weren't actually writing them down. So we'll have to brainstorm and re remember those come up with them again and get them in here in the studio so you can drop those clips next year all right yes definitely i want those you found the board I, well I, i'm just playing the sounds directly from the computer <laughs> anyway gentlemen welcome to uh championship week it has been a long road and we are finally at the culmination of an entire season of uh we'll call it madness drunken drug-addled 
craziness, shall we put it. And uh, for Danny, this is your first time. Well, not your first time, but uh, you're, you're looking was, at your potential was, first, first time it, hoisting the Phyllis. Well, it was Jay's first time. It was Jay's first time. And now Chuck Hates is going to potentially be hoisting the Phyllis for the first time. And Chuck, uh, it's the uh, first time in a long time, uh, potentially be putting your name on Phyllis for the sixth time, unprecedented. It has been way too long. <laughs> so let's open up the let's open up the floor. I've got, I've collected a few questions from the masses for Media Day, um, a lot less than normal. Uh, a bunch of I'm just here for the donuts. Yeah, well, virtual Danny's got donuts. those. Danny's got virtual donuts for you. The virtual ones. I was promised peanut donuts. Dang it! Danny's got them. So let's let's open it up for our, our newbie, our, our potential. Uh, our, well, what we'll call you the Phyllis Virgin, uh, young Daniel son. Any thoughts on this weekend's magnitude? Well, let's just say it's twenty years in the making. Whenever the league was born, um, I had dreamt of this day. And uh, even though I got to taste its first fruits as a co-coach, uh, finally being in the big game, the big dance, the big show, uh, even though I don't deserve to be here at all, not at all, I don't even know how the hell I got here, but <laughs> I'm here and Chuck, you're going to have to put up with me. Hey, I, I like, I, I, I talked to Danny earlier today and I told him, uh, I don't think he's given himself enough credit. Uh, he, he was a borderline playoff team before he made some hefty trades and those hefty trades put him in the position he's in. So um, yeah, we've all had to deal with some injuries and it's been a bumpy road to get here for many of us. Uh, and all of us had the hit, had those bumps in the road along the way, but uh, Danny was kind of a floundering team and he did the put in the work. He pulled off the trades to get him in the position that he's in. So uh, he deserves some credit. So, any uh, elder statesman, any reflections uh, finally returning to the big dance after so many years absent? Um, yeah, I, I realize how much fantasy football sucks if you don't win. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a miserable, miserable game that we put ourselves uh, through. Um, yeah, not being in the championship for uh, a number of years, uh, yeah, hasn't made fantasy football as much fun as it, as it, as it was when I was winning a bit more regularly so um yeah it's uh it's nice to be back for sure well before we get into some actual game uh game prognostication let's uh bring up a couple questions from the floor bizzle asks what does chuck hate the most about this season Ooh. uh what do i hate most um the obviously you know, we'll probably bring it up over and over again, but the COVID stuff throughout the whole year has definitely sucked. That's, that's for sure. Um, so that hasn't been fun for anyone. I, uh, looking forward to uh, looking ahead anyways, to the championship game. I hate the fact that the guy that I'm competing against has both Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. That's a real 
Like, and, and it's not as though like, yes, the bills have a very good chance of making the playoffs and everything like that. But you know, you, you don't want to ever have to like root against your own team in any fashion. Uh, uh, so that's, that's something that I definitely hate. I, I, it would make the championship game more enjoyable for me win or lose. If, um, you know, I didn't have to, in a certain sense, root against my own, you know, favorite team. That definitely sucks. So mm-hmm. those are some of the Chuck hates. Uh, yeah, obviously, um, uh, if I flip this question on its head, um, it has sucked for sure. Um, living under, living through the dark ages, let's call it the dark ages. But, um, you know, new couple new sh- knights in shining armor had to come through. Um, if we had to take down the king along the way, so be it. But I think uh, we can we can lift the veil on the dark ages. Goodbye, Zach. Normal reign of terror. Um, the, law, the the king is no longer on the throne, and uh, either Danny or I will rightfully take our spot uh, and Amen. and lead this league back into the to the gloriful glory days that it that that it should have been all along. Amen. Now, Danny, a question from Scott. I got to open my phone again. How does it feel to be on the brink of your first Phyllis trophy? It's like Christmas all over again. You know, you don't know what you're going to get in the package, but you're anticipating it all the same. And, uh, you know, when I made the, like Chuck mentioned the trades, uh, there was a point in the season where I was like, well, let's see what Connor can cook up and we can get Ben on the hook for. And it was a lot of back and forth. And um, there were, there were several times throughout the year, actually, uh, even talking with Chuck specifically about uh, putting Metcalf on the, on the block there. And there was a, I looked at the, our text message thread uh, earlier. And the last message I had from the Chuck was something to the effect of, um, it was a, uh, an Adam Thielen and R- Ramondre Stevenson offer for Metcalf several weeks ago. And just uh, how interesting would it be had I taken that, neither of those players are currently playing <laughs> so and he would have uh he would have metcalf on his roster but it's just it's interesting like um in fantasy football is a crapshoot we all know that and you just gotta you just gotta play that's 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 what it comes down to you know you know if you can get good at predicting like generalities then you might have a better chance of winning um more often than not but i mean i've there like there are teams in other leagues that i'm in that had fantastic rosters that are already eliminated from the playoffs simply because the chiefs laid an egg one week you know or uh and like (laughs) The, uh, the Josh Allen Diggs thing, that is as much a, a threat 
as it is a strength because if they decide to run the ball, <laughs> then they're both gone. You know, it's like, and that's what happened, I think, with the Chiefs with Connor last week was the Chiefs just ran the ball on the Steelers. And that took away from Tyreek Hill, which ultimately kind of just, it just kind of stifled his progress. But no, man, it, feel, it feels good to be there. Um, I hope it's not the last time, but I, I, I know that next, next year's draft is going to be a huge hurdle because I basically mortgaged uh, everything on 2021 here. So, All right. So starting with Chuck, how do you win this weekend? Oh, it, it starts by uh, something I mentioned before, somehow the, the bills ch- choosing to do something that you don't know how to do. Uh, and that's run the football. <laughs> and that by that, I mean, using running backs to run the football uh, because uh, if they win in any other fashion, that puts me obviously in a, in a tough spot. Uh, and in the same regard, uh, you know, my Herbert and Allen uh, connection is, uh, is, is, is imp- important as well. Um, you know, Herbert has been one of those hot or cold guys. He's either just on fire or, you know, just, you know, mediocre. And um, so, so those uh, both uh, our quarterback uh, wide receiver duos are, are key. Um, and then I, I still, I'm still obviously, yeah, I was holding that hope uh, that Waller would finally get back uh, in the in in this game. Uh, there were thoughts of maybe him practicing this week, and then of course uh, he hits the COVID list earlier today. So uh, once again, uh, going probably rolling with his backup because it's not as though there's awesome tight ends uh, roaming free agency. Um, but then also uh, my running back situation is is interesting as well because uh, Barkley has basically just sucked um he's questionable um his backup who I have on my roster has been scoring more points than he has um so um you know I've got these interest that kind of because of COVID and because of injuries and stuff I've got these interesting things to think through in terms of um you know, all of a sudden, Ronald Jones is a liable starting running back, which is unexpected. But I, I'm probably going to end up rolling with him, and, and I'm even wondering. Uh, so Chubb, you know, unless something weird happens, Chubb is Chubb is a lock for for, for me. Um, but even uh, you know, I'm wondering about Barkley. Do I even put some like now that uh, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is most likely out with the collarbone injury? I have to find out if that's officially going to keep him out this week but if he's out maybe i end up uh starting williams uh daryl williams instead uh of of barkley which sounds absurd but um the chief's offense (laughs) running back one versus (laughs) what barkley's been doing with that offense Uh, i know and then of course if if i do that uh, it'll be the one week that barkley scores 40 points and i'll be kicking myself but those are the types of uh things i'm paying attention to Mm. After the way this season's gone, it would not be insane to bench Barkley. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daniel, same question. How do you win this weekend? Um, if Chuck sits his whole team and uh, he loses his internet, that's pretty much how it's going to go. <laughs> that's. Uh, I mean, I'm looking. I look at the. I got the matchups here. So I mean, I got my stack versus his stack. You know, the Allen Diggs versus the Herbert Allen. 
that's going to probably be the bulk of the points for both of us in terms of a, a one-two punch. Once you get out of there, though, it depends on who scores touchdowns. Like, um, a Brown had a huge game last week. Now, usually my rule of thumb is if you had a huge game last week, you probably won't have one this week. So I usually – I bet against that. Um, and uh, – you know, I always tell I always tell Connor my hope for every wide receiver is six for sixty. That's it. You give me six for sixty, I'm happy with you. And then um, it, it's 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 boom or bust head. You know, like there's you got a couple games in particular to watch. Like um, I think Chubb's going to run all over the Steelers. I'm not. I'm not happy about that matchup right now. For uh, for Chuck, I uh, that that Mer- Foster Moreau. I I have Waller in a different league, so I've been dealing with the same thing. So I've been frustrated with the Foster Moreau situation. But here's here's where I think it's actually going to come down to: if my defense will not score more than his, I will not win. Chuck's defense is boss. And uh, just, I mean, uh, Roquan Smith, always jealous that Chuck has him. Um, But Singleton put up damn near 30 points last week or something crazy like that. Aaron Donald is probably going to get a sack uh, in Baltimore against that rookie. What's his name? Whatever his name is. And then... um, I wouldn't be surprised if Walker picks off Ben. You know what I mean? It's so who gets the who gets the splash plays? Whoever gets the most splash plays is going to win this game. What what's uh, real quick, Danny? What's funny uh, about those the, in particular those three defensive players that you mentioned? All three of those defensive players that you mentioned were uh, my only three waiver claims of the year. So they were guys, they were, and they were very recent uh, waiver claims. Singleton, I've only had on my roster for like two or three weeks. Walker, one week. And Donald, I picked up. I think he got dropped for his bye week. And I, I, I said, forget, I'm just, I'll use my waiver claim on Aaron Donald. I don't care if he has, he, obviously he's the kind of guy that can score zero or score 30, but I'll, I'll take that because that position is so viable. But anyways, I think it's interesting. All three guys that you mentioned were all uh, my three waiver claims for the year. Got the magic touch. <laughs> yeah. And let it be known. There has been zero voodoo cast in this matchup <laughs> there's there's nothing but love in in this there's, uh there's, there's no voodoo cast all love all love no voodoo i i will say too i think this is interesting danny and i talked about this earlier today um and it would be it would be actually pretty fun of course because um you always you never like blowouts it's not it's it just doesn't make it fun yeah obviously if, if you're in the position where you're winning that's great but it, it certainly makes it more fun if monday night football comes into play and all that kind of stuff and so there is very, uh, you know, if, if we keep this game close, there's a very good chance uh, that the Monday night game is going to come into play. And not only that, there's also some, we each have defenders that might come into play on that Monday night game as well. But um, but it really could come, come down to, to Chubb versus Harris. The two running backs whom we made trades for 
uh, you know, midseason. So the two running backs that we kind of went all in on, um, it could come down face to face those two heading uh, up against each other on Monday night, which, of course, if it comes down to Monday night, that makes the championship game for us exciting and um, that'll be fun to watch. It would be nice to, as a spectator, it'd be nice to see a competitive championship game. It feels like the last few have been kind of over with before even Sunday night football. Yeah. As as long, I will put this caveat, and I don't want it to happen to either of us, as long as there's no kind of stupid swing on uh, stat corrections. Oh. Oh. You hear that, Scott? Oof. <laughs> Speaking of Scott, he's got another question. Well, that was wasn't that Matthias that lost his first? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think that's because I think his. that's the only time it's happened in the championship game was was to Matthias. I I think yeah. I could be wrong. I believe so. So Scott, asked, my, all my stuffs all, all my stuffs in my head and memory, not like Scott's <laughs> spreadsheet. We, oh yeah, I I, I intended to have uh, all those kinds of stats in front of me, but yeah, it just didn't happen. Well. Chuck Scott wants to know, are you just as hungry, if not more, for another Phyllis? I think, yeah, I'm, I, think I think Scott wants to come back. That's how it sounds. <laughs> Scott, Scott must be hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I Scott, to answer your question, I think I think I'm um I'm more hungry because I've had the taste um and it's been a long drought. So I'm I might be hungrier than I was earlier uh, in my Nellis career. And Danny. From Bizzle, as founding commissioner, who has never won the Phillips, what are you doing this week to prepare for the game? Um, fasting and praying and uh, anointing with oil and all of these things. Pilates. Uh, and Pilates. Hot yoga. <laughs> goat yoga? Hot goat yoga. <laughs> <laughs> hot goat yoga <laughs> oh yeah hot goat yoga baby oh man <laughs> well and, and danny and i both said we're we're both trying not to sneeze because we don't want any other of our, our players to come down with covid so no sneezing the rest <laughs> I, of the week i don't want to be i don't want to be responsible for uh hunter renfro going on the list although <laughs> i'm super scared of that happening now that because like now you, that you, you put it out there <laughs> you, you uh, i put the voodoo on myself damn it um, mm-hmm. just this morning chuck we we were talking what was that just this morning we were talking about you or was that yesterday that's yesterday you were talking about potentially uh having to roll with um carson wentz and not 15 minutes after we got off the phone i sent you a, a screenshot of a notification i had just gotten that carson went on covid list <laughs> yeah none of us wants to be in the position where last minute we're scrambling to put in replacement players that would just not it i mean it hasn't been fun all season and it mm-hmm. certainly would not make for a fun championship game oh, now yeah. as far as far as i understand it somebody can't go on that list after like 9 a.m the day of a game i don't know the answer to that Dan. i think it, if, if somebody has to test and they like do you remember when ben had it and they tested him the the one the they tested him the Sunday morning of the game. Well, remember too, they just in the past two weeks they've changed the protocols like seven times. So, who knows what they are right now, and who knows what they'll be by Sunday? Just right? keep all your fingers and toes crossed. All external, all extremities crossed. 
all extremities. My kids might listen to this podcast. I'm not saying anything. All right. <laughs> okay. So as we, uh, as we wrap things up, any last words of uh, encouragement or smack talk for your opponent, Chuck? We know how much you love trash talk. Nothing but love. Uh, I just hope for a good game between Danny and I. Everyone knows that I don't love smack talk, especially in fantasy football, uh, a fake game. Uh, I don't really see the point of smack talking uh, fake things. Um, uh, but I will, uh, Danny and I talked about this as well. We, we do want to give a shout out to Jizza. Uh, just before we get on this podcast, uh, Joe passed on some news about Jizza. And so we just want him to know. We're, uh, Danny, I said, well, we will dedicate this uh, uh, championship game to his honor. Uh, so we uh, prayers go out to Jizza. We hope he's doing well. Um, we love you, buddy. Uh, not that you're listening, but uh, we hope you're doing well and hope you have a fast recovery. Yeah. And, and Danny, for... good luck to you. Looking <laughs> yeah, forward yeah. to a good weekend. For anyone who is on Facebook, uh, Karen did provide an update about an hour ago uh, as of this recording. So yeah, in terms of uh, closing thoughts and arguments, um, like I said, I mean, I kind of wish I didn't have any Monday night people. That's just an extra day to be worried about this. <laughs> and like, uh, I'm preaching on Sunday, so I have to have my act together before, you know, so I don't get caught in a, in a parking lot without any, any ability to change uh, a last minute change here, but What's very interesting, I'll tell you this up front. That was a nice sly dig, by the way. Nobody else would catch that, but it was a nice sly dig. (laughs) I I have made two game day changes in these playoffs that have actually worked. Last week, it was the the running back for uh, the Chargers. Mm -hmm. I had him on the bench, and I sat there and I stared at him. And I was like, you're going to do something today, aren't you? And I talked to him a little bit and uh, I put him in and, uh, you know, it's, he saved the day, really. I mean, at I, I, that game, Connor would have, he would have took it. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's whoever gets the spa- splash plays, um, touch, touchdowns rule this you can't you can't fight a touchdown, man. I mean that's that's a guaranteed six points. Um, and oh, the, okay. So, all right, Chuck. This this would have been hilarious if I could have pulled this off. All right. So, on Monday, we were supposed to drive out to Harrisburg to drop stuff off at the state capitol uh, to expedite. Um, the berry business paperwork. Sure. And I was going to just drive over to where you were. Oh, that'd be and, awesome. And and, and kind of like troll you. <laughs> either either at your house or at work. Like stand out outside your window or something. You could just stand I, in between uh, in, to, in between both locations and wave and you'd you'd I, I get I, you either you could way. See me either way, yeah. Oh, I was I was laughing so hard because that almost happened. Oh, that would have been fun. Then we decided, especially to, uh, this week of, of all things. That's what I'm saying, because uh, we wanted to get it in before the new year, but it it's not going to really save us much time. So we just decided to mail it. Gotcha. 
but so it'll, yeah. it'll get there in 2023 yeah pretty much yeah uh yeah so much love to jizza um and uh game on all right two last quick questions from me and then we'll sign off uh one if you win the phyllis where are you displaying it well new house with the fireplace so the fireplace has a mantle which it has never sat on before so uh uh if it if it fits with that new base i i'm not positive it'll fit <laughs> to be honest Oh, yeah. uh, so it'll if it'll if it fits it'll definitely spend some time on the mantle of the fireplace it will probably also you guys remember it used to sit on a pedestal right in the office of cpyu when you went in the door um it'll probably spend some time there as well um so yeah it'll it'll share some time here and there get the rounds i am i'm gonna go search out phyllis herself <laughs> and plant one plant one on her lips that's what i'm gonna do make sure make you sure must you live stream video it. that yeah live stream. I, I i i'm going to go to cop Coppel, pa i don't know if you know this but i've been to phyllis's house i remember you saying that years ago right back I had when to, we were in I school had, i had to capture a mouse in her garage <laughs> and i hung Very out funny. with phyllis for i hung out with phyllis for like an hour or two but um i, I want i want to get a photo with her She's still there. Nice. All right. And one last question. Any, uh, any hints as to what the Pierce punishment could be if you are victorious? Let's go, Brandon. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, ouch. I'm not, I'm not touching that. Um, yeah, I'm going to have no part in that. I, uh, to be honest, I haven't. I, honestly, I, I don't know what the punishment would be. I haven't given too much thought. Maybe I don't want to get ahead of myself because Danny's got a good shot this week. So, um, yeah, I, I, if I had an idea, I would, I certainly, I would certainly share it, but, uh, yeah, I don't I, have anything yet. I think for Matthias's sake, you need to win. <laughs> that, well, after whatever your punishment might be, it sounds like maybe that's the case. I, part of me, and, and of course it, it we, we know it can't actually work this way. And I, I don't want to turn my punishment into the Greg Jones punishment style punishment um, of Kumbaya or whatever it might be. But I, heck I, um, regardless of what happens in the championship game, um, the Allen, the literally last minute Allen trade. And I don't know if that was Sweatman that pulled that off or Matthias that accepted it. I went to bed the night of the trade deadline. Uh, I had a bunch of things out, uh, different offers, you know, possibilities. And I went to bed thinking none of those last minute ones came through. And I woke up in the morning and saw that they had went ahead and pulled this, pulled the trigger on the Allen trade. And, um, there were some games leading up to the playoffs that I would have lost without, especially because AJ Brown then shortly after that was on the IR for a while and my receiver Thielen's ankle was an issue. So without Allen, there are weeks that I would have lost. I think including my week uh, that I played you, Brett, uh, with, if I hadn't got Allen uh, that in that trade, I would have ended up losing uh, to you. And that would have changed up seating and all kinds of stuff. It was not a guarantee that I was, uh, you know, going to make the playoffs, even though I was in a good position, but, um, so anyways, point being, uh, that trade Matthias really actually helped me out a lot in the law in, in some big time ways. Allen's become a key contributor uh, down the stretch. So, uh, um, I don't think that means I get to take it easy on him, but, um, there, you know, I at least want to give him a little bit of thanks. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, there's your thanks. And if you win, you can uh, rest easy knowing you've, you've thanked him publicly. All right, gents. Thank you for your time. Good luck to you both this weekend. And your regard, regardless of whoever wins, one of you will be hoisting the 20th Phyllis Trophy. So good luck to you both. And congratulations to whoever is the victor. Here, here. Huzzah. All right, so uh, I got a little information for you, just to give you a, a lay of the land for our competitors. The last time that Chuck was in the championship was 2012. And according to Scott's uh, record keeping, our league statistician, Danny has never reached the championship game. <laughs> um, Chuck owns Danny in head-to-head matchups. Regular season, it's a 16-3 to advantage. Postseason, they've met one time, and Chuck won that one. And that was back in our inaugural 2002 season. It was the uh, semifinal round, and uh, back then, uh, Chuck was the number five seed uh, with a record of six and eight going into the playoffs. Danny was the number eight seed uh, with a record of four and ten, and the Pierce winner of the inaugural season, and uh, got bounced by Chuck in the uh, semifinal round. So uh, yeah, this is uh, very, uh, it's very poetic that our 20th anniversary features these two teams uh, vying for the Phyllis. Now, um, just for a little fun statistical uh, matchup for you. Statistics-wise, a six seed has only won the Pierce 6% of the time, or the Phyllis 6% of the time. And a four seed has only won the Phyllis 11% of the time. Or sorry, six seed 5% of the time. And a four seed only 11% of the time. So Chuck's got a slight edge there numerically, but not by much. Because both of these guys have already beaten the odds by even getting there. So uh, with my, um, I've made picks all year. I'm going to make another one here. Yahoo is picking Danny to win. Yahoo is picking Chuck Hates, or whatever the name is by now. I'm going to agree with Yahoo. I think Danny finally gets the monkey off his back. And I think he takes it based on that quarterback wide receiver stack. Um, and I think he, I, I, but I, I also think that Danny is right about his defense. Uh, if his defense falters, I think my pick is going to be wrong. If at least half his defense doesn't really do well, I think I'm going to be wrong. But looking at the matchup, I, I like his team slightly better. So there you go. Um, I'm picking Danny to win it all. There you go. Last week, I went 1-1. Uh, in my picks, uh, which brings me on the season to 55 and 35. Yeah. Um, 
You can buy your NFFL swag on Redbubble at bit.ly slash Nellis NFFL. You can see my lovely Nellis hat. This, uh, this is not a virtual background. This is a tapestry behind me. <laughs> and yeah, Nellis City. Yeah, I'm all decked out. It's a video podcast. And remember, you can uh, vote in the NFFL honors. Um, watch for that link if you haven't seen it already. There's no Thursday night football or Saturday night football this week for our competitors for the Nellis Bowl. So, everything's Sunday and Monday. But they sound like I already know it. So, uh, I'll probably do a wrap-up of everything. Uh, I'm hoping to sit down with Scott virtually and look at the season statistically. And It's been an interesting season. So I hope you enjoyed this experiment with video or just enjoyed listening. See you guys around. NFL Podcast is a production of Head First Studios. Head First Studios, tell your story.